how often do we focus on all of the different spiritual gifts from the gifts of prophecy to the gifts of knowledge to the gift of great faith and healing and yet we know that 1 Corinthians 13 states what the greatest gift is. It's love. So that's what's coming up next on today's episode. Welcome to Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. I am your host, Teresa Ann, and I'm so grateful that you're joining me on today's episode. But before we go any further, I need to give a shout out to one of my very dear friends, Carrie Robina. She is the host of She Walks in Truth podcast. I'm going to have her website in the show notes below. But look at this adorable coffee mug that she sent to me. It's a She Walks in Truth mug. And on the other side, it has a promise of Psalm 33, 4. It is fabulous. And let me tell you, coffee tastes so much better in this mug. It says, for the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. Well, thank you for joining me today on today's episode, and here's what's coming up next. On today's show, Let's Talk with Teresa Ann, I want to have conversation about the gifts of the Spirit. Now, there's the gifts of the Spirit and then the fruits of the Spirit. And the fruits of the Spirit are evidence of the Holy Spirit that is within you. But remember this, that the gifts of God are given to us without repentance, meaning there are people walking around this earth that have the gifts of God within them, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they know him, okay? Now, there are believers of Christ who, you know, we go to church, we do the gifts test, and we get excited because we are like, oh, wow, I have the gift of encouragement and the gift of uh, prayer and the gift of intercession and the gift of prophecy. And those are awesome. But the gifts of the Spirit, when we take those spiritual gifts test, so often we begin to highlight ourselves and what we do and what we are good at and what God has put within us. And on today's show, I really want us to remember that the gifts of God are simply signs, wonders, and miracles that point back to Him. This show is truly about us not just getting to know who we are in Christ, but getting to know who Christ is, who God is. Because when we get to know who He is, we're going to properly find out who we truly are. I'm going to be transparent, okay? And so here's one of my transparent moments. I used to say this often, and probably I said it up until yesterday. <laughs> um, be the person to others that you always wanted and didn't have. That sounds great, but it is not God. And it's not biblical. It's a constant vicious cycle of lack. When we pour out from a place of lack, we are not going to ever see abundant life 
come forth onto those that we mean well to pour into. So I got corrected today by the Holy Spirit so lovingly and almost like cheerfully. It was, are you ready to listen now, Teresa? Because when I said it, it almost sounded dumb. You know, like, what? Where did that come from? And I got this. You are to remain in me, Teresa, for this reason, so that I can flow through you to be to people, whomever you come into contact with, what they are to have. See, if you lack Teresa in an area where you felt like, oh, I got all of that, what I needed, you're not going to pour from a place where you got from because you don't think anybody else needs it. And that's where the lie comes in because that person you may come into contact with may need the very thing that you thrive in. But here you are trying to minister from a place that you didn't get. And that's where humanism comes in. That's where we try to minister to others with a good heart, but it doesn't mean it's the, it's, it's right. It doesn't mean it's God. And so this was just so incredible. It was eye opening. This is why we must be in Christ. Cause think about this one. There are three things that remain faith, hope, and love. Yet love is the greatest. So above all else, let love be the beautiful prize or gift for which you run. For love surpasses all the gifts. The only three things that will remain are faith, hope, and love. So when we walk in love, what ends up happening is we begin, and I'm talking to myself here, guys, because a lot of time, I, um, when you come from a culture of doing good for others, it just becomes this thing that you're almost obligated to. So when you're when you feel obligated, this is why you'll hear me say a lot. I get to because it breaks the curse of obligation. It breaks that old way of thinking. Not that I have to anymore, but now I get to. And it all has to stem and it gets to stem from the place of love. And the only way love can be in full operation in our lives is when we have an intimate relationship with God. I don't care how great your ministry is. If you don't have intimacy with a father and his love is not flowing through you, you're not allowing that dialogue to take place of his love, then everything is going to be done in vain. And I don't want any of us any longer to do it in vain because guess what will happen? You will give up. You will stop. You will finally say, I can't do this anymore because why? Because if we're not in operation of love, what does love do? Love does not see failure as defeat. Love never gives up. So we need love to be able to fully operate in the gifts that God has proportioned to each of us. So I want to give that to you today. I pray in Jesus' name that there would be a hunger and a thirst for Almighty God. 
for him and him alone, the gift giver of all gifts. That yes, it's great to want the gifts, but let me tell you, without the gift giver, it's just something else to get preoccupied with. And God doesn't want you preoccupied with even the things of him. He wants you to be in awe of him. He wants you because he knows if we become in awe of him, it rescues us from ourselves. It rescues us from the lies of deceit. It rescues us to never fall prey to being ungrateful because that leads to complaining. And the word of God says, God inhabits the praises of his people. So by default, if he inhabits the praises of his people, the enemy will inhabit the complaints of a people. So let us have grateful hearts. Let's remember that the grace of God that is on our lives empowers us to live above the natural and to live in him in the supernatural, to be a sign, a wonder, and a miracle that points back to him. Your gift of administration, your gift of prophecy, your gift of encouragement is to simply point others back to the Father. It is never to say, look at me, look how great I was, look how awesome I gave that word of knowledge and look how many people repented and look how many people were slain in the spirit and look how many people were, no way, no, we got to be a part of God's miraculous and that's what we got to do is be a sign, a wonder and a miracle that points back to the Father. But let the gifts of God remind us of who we get to run to, who we get to be intimate with, and that is He Himself, the great Almighty God. Remember, this show is all about bold inspiration, revealing God's goodness. Thank you for liking, sharing, and subscribing to both my YouTube and podcast channels.